0: You're listening to GGR
1: Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Start your computations
2: for time warp.
1: You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw him in jail, everybody calls you a hero, right?
0: And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn thing. So you
1: just put him in the morgue. You This is called pirate radio. You are beaten. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself
0: be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. for a BJ, $12 for an HJ, $15 for a ZJ. What's a ZJ? (laughs) If you have to ask, big man, you can't afford it. This is called pilot radio. Paying heels, chicks digs cars, glory, last forever. Lady, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the store.
1: Who the hell are you?
2: Name's Ash. Housewares. Poorly leaf Make a wish. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, about This is called pirate radio. What were you studying? Be like, oh, these are
0: stupid gums. guns. Guns uh. are for jerks. <laughs> It's like, oh no, action news. And now <gasps> your host, Mike Lutzward. <laughs>
1: I'm totally
2: gonna use that too. It'll be good stuff. Yeah.
0: Like, look at what I just sent you a message. Uh,
2: Um, standby.
1: Is it a picture of a butt?
2: (laughs) Oh, dude. So, okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll close it on this. I think that's good because this will be the perfect (laughs) tie-in to to what we're gonna be talking about here for the last uh, like 15, 20 minutes here. So MC just sent me a screenshot from the new Crisis series that's going to be happening in the CW um, universe, right? There and it's everybody
1: I, up in there for that.
2: Oh, my God, everyone. And one of the things they have is he just sent me a screenshot of a newspaper, and it shows a picture of Michael Keaton, like 1990, 91, maybe circa. And it's him dressed as Bruce Wayne. And it says, Wayne Tech CEO Bruce Wayne to marry socialite Selena Kyle.
1: No way! That's, yeah, it's, it's Michael from s- Keaton.
0: Yes, it's from it's from the set of Crisis there because they're, they're fi- they've been filming for like the past week or so, and and someone took a picture of that from the set today.
1: I knew Uh-oh. I knew that uh, what's his face Kevin Conroy, yeah, uh, is going to be a, a Bruce Wayne in there somewhere. Yeah, but I didn't realize they were roping Keaton in in some way.
0: It's just going to be a reference. He's not actually going to be in it, but it, it it's a it's a they're going to reference that old Batman film.
1: That's Even awesome still though. That's sick.
2: Just everybody, man. I mean, you're getting Brandon Routh as Superman, like he's in he's the um Kingdom Come Superman. I mean, you've got um Tyre, Tyler Hecklin, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah, Hecklin. He's the, yeah. yeah, the regular Tom Superman. Well. Uh yeah, isn't he going to be in there too? Yeah. Yeah. Welling's going to be in there? I mean, Welling, like you Well, yeah, gonna, Welling's going Yep yeah it's just gonna be it's gonna be awesome i cannot wait for this man like this is gonna be an amazing series and
1: when are they gonna announce dean kane showing up and that's what i'm <laughs> waiting for right guys well okay. there's
2: a there's a specific reason he hasn't been announced right guys um <laughs> apparently of all the Superman, he is the biggest piece of shit on the face of the planet because oh yeah no he 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 went full-on like Uh, you know hashtag I heart Trump like I mean like he and like people are saying Dean this is kind of troublesome man being your history and who you are and he's just like I don't care make America great again it's just like oh I guess you're gonna be the red sun Superman that's how this is gonna work like it's like it's it's just crazy seeing it but like I I'm I'm shocked that that he's taken that turn you know like he really or like what's the what's the video game where uh, Superman turns bad and he like kills Injustice. the Joker. Thank you. Yeah. he Maybe he could be the Injustice Superman because he's already <laughs> a scumbag. So <laughs> but I think that this is a perfect segue into DC Comics and one of their most famous characters in a recent movie uh, that has been causing quite a stir uh, amongst pretty much everybody. And that is uh, The Joker starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix directed by. Uh, todd phillips i mentioned this before and i said that we had some really great articles on ggr and i want to give props to mr james rambo because he wrote a review of that movie that is just lights out incredible that picks up on things that he had problems with with the movie things that he didn't like about it things that are troubling about it and it's nothing where it's just It's very well thought out. And that's my biggest thing with this is if you're going to criticize a movie, at least think about it. And don't just be like, well, I didn't like this. What didn't you like about it? I don't know. I just didn't like it. Like, no, Rambo tells you exactly
1: why. You should at least see it because there's some people who, from my understanding, were getting all up in arms about it, you know, before it even came out. And it's like, well, why don't you see it first and then think about it and then actually have a reaction. But I don't think that's very common anymore. No, it's it's the same thing happened with Captain Marvel. Yeah, let's just just carpet bomb Rotten Tomatoes with reviews before the movie comes out. And I understand there's a difference between anticipation scores and movie reviews go blah, 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 blah. But it's like it was overwhelmingly negative before the movie even came out. Like, wait till it comes out and then you can have an opinion. Right.
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel about it, too. And I've actually seen the movie. And mc have you have you seen it yet
0: no i i did i didn't see it but i i, I know kind of a lot about what happens and yeah. I obviously i don't i don't care if you guys spoil because okay. i'm still gonna see it so
2: and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna talk about it for a little bit here and then steve you specifically are not interested in seeing it
1: yeah and, and, I, and i don't want anyone to be like oh here we go he's got some kind no i just i wasn't really looking forward to it before um and i'll probably get around to it but there's just some movies like I I know myself well enough that if I see a trailer, or hear a premise, and this is for any movie, not like a, just a comic book, I'll just go. Eh, if it's on, I'll I'll see it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way. And that's just how I felt about this one. I just I'm not a big Joker fan. Um, I like Batman well enough, but I just never was a big Joker fan. I like some of his other Rogues Gallery more than the Joker, even though it's you know his big rival and everything. Um, and there's some Joker storylines that are fine. I liked Mark Hamill in the '90s, but. Joker just doesn't do it for me. Like Joker and Harley Quinn both, and I know that's like the thing right now, but neither of them really, you know, get me going. Um, and so I was like, Nah, eh, okay, it's a Joker movie. Um, I don't really care if whatever the the drama or controversy. I really haven't been keeping up on it too much because to me it's just going to be a movie that I didn't care as much about. But whatever, we'll talk about it and we'll see what we get into. Yeah, it's yeah, but.
2: MC, go ahead. I'm, as as the lone representative of GGR Pirate Radio, who has seen it, I'll I'll save mine for the last.
0: Oh well, I mean, I'm I'm I, I kind of am in the same vein as Steve to an extent. Um, of of all the villains, you know that Batman has gone up against, I'm I'm kind of kind of tired of Joker. <laughs> I feel I feel like literally every piece of Batman media since my childhood has always dealt with the Joker in some form or fashion. So I kind of like, I wasn't really super excited uh, about it, about it either. Um, But really the only thing that has me interested in this movie is the fact that it's not meant to be anything other than a character study. You know, it's not meant to romanticize, romanticize him or make him a protagonist or anything like that. And so, and, and I'm also kind of interested to see kind of how they do it because li- every other iteration has been him juxtaposed with Batman. Like you're viewing, you're viewing Joker and all of his actions and everything he's doing, juxtaposed to Batman being your protagonist, your protagonist. So uh, because there's no Batman here, I'm, I'm also kind of interested to to see it from that perspective, but also some people who I trust to have seen this movie have been glowing about it and say, and have been very open in saying that a lot of the fears that people had beforehand about, you know, what was taking place in the movie and, and what was happening that a lot of it is, is overblown and, and the movie doesn't even go down the route that people feared that it would. And so, you know, once I heard that, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'll definitely check it out at some point
2: this is where i'm going to to disagree with you there because i all the things that i had heard because i had i had seen both sides of it i had seen friends who were like this movie was incredible but i had also seen people who said this movie is incredibly problematic and one of them is shereen nicole she's a uh a, uh a, 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 she she runs the the uh as I like to call the alternate universe, GGR. She runs a, a, web, uh, a podcast called uh, Geek Girl Riot, uh, an amazing writer, an amazing podcaster. She's just an awesome lady. So you guys should check her out if you, if you ever get a chance. But she didn't like it because of the message that it sent. And I wouldn't say that I agree with her, but I, don't, I think she was onto to something. I didn't see what she saw, but that's also not fair for me to say because I'm not a black woman. I'm going to see things differently because I'm a white man. And that's that's just the nature of the world. But I could understand what she was coming from and where she was coming from and why she said what she said. And this is this was my take on it. I it was it was an intense movie. This is not a movie that you this is not like um, Wedding Crashers, you know, where you're going to watch it and you'll laugh and you'll be like, oh, hey, there's another dick joke. ha ha, ha. Like it's this is an intense movie. It demands your attention. And there's a lot of stuff in it that is very, very, very graphic. It is it is dark as hell. It is unsettling. It's it's also insidious. It, it has messages that are that it's meant to be a very intelligent movie, but it wasn't executed properly. Like all the stuff's there, like all, all the ingredients, like you, you got you got all the stuff that you need to make this great soup, but something's missing and it tastes like crap. And I'll give you a perfect example. Joaquin Phoenix is fucking amazing. Wow. This guy is so into this role, like the laugh that he has, like not really a spoiler, but he has a condition. Joker has a condition called and let me I'm looking it up right now. It is called um, pseudo bulbar effect, which it is it, it. You laugh at awkward, inappropriate times. And you can't control it. And that's exactly what happens. And this is caused by pseudo-Bulber effect is is caused by brain trauma. And as you find out later in the movie, that's what happened to the Joker as a kid. Arthur Fleck was his name as the character. So he'll be sitting there and he's really uncomfortable. He's really sad. And he's like, he should be weeping, but he's but he's laughing. And it, you can see that it pains Joaquin Phoenix while he's doing this. And you're just like, good Lord, this guy's incredible. But like, there's this scene that everybody's seen in the, in the uh, trailer where he's walking down the hallway and he's doing his Joker laugh. And as soon as he comes around the corner, he stops laughing and his face is like completely flat. Like, bravo to this, this man. He's an incredible, incredible, incredible actor. But this movie is, is so over the top violent. And the message that it sends in the day and age that we live in, about mental health about violence about violence against the 1% it, it's very it's very irresponsible and it's basically saying hey you know what violence is the answer and eat the rich you know the rich are the bad guys they're the ones causing all the problems and like i've seen a lot of movies and i've seen a lot of really brutal movies and i've seen a lot of movies that really stick with me and this is one of those ones that, that sticks with you. You think about it for, for days sometimes afterwards. So, I mean, credit to Todd Phillips for that, because it, you ain't walking away from this movie and just being like, oh, hey, who wants to go get a hamburger? Like, you're talking about this movie for a while because this is some, some intense shit. It was, it was amazing. It really was. It was brutal. And it made me wonder if all of that was necessary to tell this story. And I'm not going to be one of those glib assholes who's like, oh, you tried to be the taxi driver, but it fails. No, nah, fuck that. He tried to make a decent movie, he tried to make a good flick. He tried to make a thoughtful, insightful movie. I just don't think he pulled it off right. And I, I'm really worried about who's going to watch this and see this guy as a hero, because that's how they paint him. They paint him as a hero. And it's the same thing that you were saying too, Steve, where you were like the Harley Quinn and the Joker thing. And Joker is the hero like I'm never I've never been one of those things. And I feel like that is very important that you need to remind people that he's he's sick and he's a psychopath and he's a masochist. Like he's he's mentally deranged and they don't really do a very good job of reinforcing that because in the end, this guy is the fucking hero and it's wrong. And the way they handle mental illness in this movie is super problematic because and and Rambo Rambo nailed it on the head. And I'm going to read it directly from his article. Uh, he's the all crazy is how he describes Arthur Freck, uh, Fleck as such there isn't a clear indication of what his particular psychosis can lead to if untreated and that further means his illness isn't really being used to any meaningful degree it's a prop an excuse to lead to an inevitable breakdown when his access to the city sponsored social worker and medication is cut off because all, as we all know the mentally ill are far more likely to commit violent acts than be the victim of them right what's that the truth is the exact opposite wow that's weird that that's that's his point and that's what i agree with him on like they're painting men- people who are mentally ill in, in a completely opposite way and there's never a point where it's it's clearly stated that this guy is wrong and the violence is so over the top it's jarring and this is I, i've seen some really violent shit and i was like jesus christ did you really need to do that and it just it's I I ended my review with saying this. I need to watch some fucking cartoons or something to cleanse my palate after this movie. Like it was (laughs) it's not bad. It's intense. And I don't know if we as a society are ready for something like this, because we've seen that like hell, look at the things that get misconstrued just on social media. Look at the, the media that people blame for everything that's not meant to be like this. And this was meant to be like this. It's, it's just, it's, it's scary. And I, and I'm afraid of who's going to see this as a rallying cry. And maybe I'm seeing far too much into this, you know? Well,
0: I I don't, I don't think you're necessarily wrong in that sense. Um, If you remember, I sent you, I sent you an article from, I think like the day, a day or two before the movie even came out about how like the U S army had, had issued a warning because of, uh, things that they had heard, um, uh, things that they had heard. Uh, through from various parts of the internet about certain people possibly looking to incite something, and and I mean it, in just the the weekend that it came out, you had stories of people antagon like people dressing up as Joker and like antagonizing people who were just there to watch the movie to the point where I know one person someone did get beat up
2: <laughs> yeah. for
0: for 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 like trying to antagonize people who were there to watch a movie um, there was a, there were several movie theaters that got shut down because of potential threats from from uh from people uh there were there were theaters who who specifically had issued um who issued rules like like don't come to this movie dressed up in like, as a clown or as the joker because we won't let you in and I mean th- there you had You had numerous people just all over the internet, be it somewhere like a 4chan or 8chan or Reddit or Twitter or, you know, kind of wherever, all saying things like, you know, hey, this is, you know, this is my Black Panther. You know, this is. That's fucked up. (laughs) this like this is, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is, this is, you know, my hero. Like for, for, for those of us who have been so beaten up, blah, 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 blah. And so I think I do think it's totally valid. It's it's a valid concern to wonder like okay, so who is this movie speaking to and who is it who is it a, appealing to? Cuz whether whether or not it's the fault of the filmmaker because you know they just set out to make the movie, ultimately the impact of what they created, you know, could have negative consequences to it. And and so that's kind of that's why I feel a lot of the criticism and outcry because of this movie totally valid you know we like we don't this this type of stuff isn't potentially rousing incels to go uh to go harm people or threaten to harm people because they because it's funny to cause that type that type of chaos
2: so if you're tuning into this episode guys this is a uh, a special extra episode we're doing of ggr pirate radio it's myself uh mike lunsford i've got steve monick with me i've got mc brooks we're talking about uh the recent dc movie uh that was released uh the joker and a lot of the problems that people are having with it um rambo and i talked oh i'm sorry no 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 (laughs) rambo and i were talking about this yesterday we were saying that we felt that if this movie was in the hands of a different director it might have been done differently and it might have been executed better and it's no it's no insult to Todd Phillips, but he took on a very daunting task in what he wanted to do. And he might've bit off more than he could chew because the other problem is, is this is the same dude who came out and said uh, like a week before the movie came out, people are too sensitive nowadays and everybody gets offended. And you're like, fuck, this is the guy who's directing Joker. Are you serious? Like right, well, it was, yeah, it, it, it the was just the like,
1: day, when you hear about the subject matter and then you go, wait, the guy that did old school, right? what you know it frank the tank what it just it, 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 it from from day one that pairing now he seems like he's like a, a quirky dude you know and he seems like he's kind of an oddball dude and so maybe he saw something in the character of joker that he wanted to to bring out that hadn't been brought out before but I from think, day day one i was like really him
0: I th- and i think you're on to something too because he he had been lobbying he he'd been trying to make this movie since twenty fifteen. And DC for the most part was just like, no, we no, we no. And I, I don't really I don't really know what made them say yes, uh when they you know, when they when uh they went in to, to shoot to, to, to shoot this movie. Um but I think you may you definitely may be maybe on something too. And uh, I
1: I think it, I know I, what happened. DC was like, no, no, we're crafting this beautiful Marvel ask universe. And then now in 2018, they're like, Oh, who cares? Whatever. Just make a movie. Just well, try and make this, it some money. It's
0: kind it's kind of an experiment on their end too, because this movie came out through a new imprint that they're, that they created <sighs> called DC black, which I mean, regardless of the controversy of this movie, the movie is successful. So, yep. um, uh, so DC black is supposed to be their own. Like when we were hearing about all of like DC making all of these like solo films that they were doing, like that's what that's part of what DC black is going to be. It's going to be, it's going to allow DC to do more adult, more dark, you know, type of films that are just independent things that are not connected to, the extended universe that they that they were setting up before, so yeah. there's a good chance that you know after like after this uh because Joker was super successful it wouldn't surprise me to see them take on um they, there was a, there was another another someone else from Batman's Rose Gallery oh no um which I call it not Batman uh Lex Luthor is apparently um, a character that they're looking to do like this type of movie
2: with. Oh, what a bad fucking idea.
1: That's interesting. You
2: yeah. you, you need these. Yuli said this in his review, which, by the way, there's a Fantastic Forum page on GGR, right? It's all, it's all of the episodes of the Fantastic Forum as a podcast. You guys should check it out. But he did a review of the Joker, and that's one of the things that he said. He said that these characters in a vacuum, you don't get their full meaning because they need to be balanced by the hero. Right. And that's yeah. that's what Lex Luther. Lex Luther has to be balanced by Superman. Joker needs to be bat- balanced by Batman, otherwise, they're they're just psychos. They're just horrible human beings. Like it's well, well, but... and
1: because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be all these Batman's yeah. Rogues Gallery. They're all different shades of what he could have been. It's supposed to be there, but the grace of God go I. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I am only a hero because of one twist of fate. And I could have easily been a psychopath like Joker. I easily could have been cold and heartless like Mr. Freeze. I could have been whatever. You know what I mean? And that's the whole point is he's not really fighting these guys. He's fighting a mirror, mirror version of himself. And you're right. If you take that. Okay. All right. This is what you are supposed to be. The bad guy, the Batman, the good guy. If you're just having the bad guy run around like a crazy lunatic, people naturally are looking for a protagonist in a story. They're naturally, you know, we're all conditioned by storytelling and the natural arc of how stories work to think that there's the three act structure and having certain characters and archetypes built in. And if you don't have that, you start latching onto him. And because he has the most screen time and because he's the main character, you assume Joker is the protagonist. And so you start thinking that his actions are justified, that he's doing things for a greater good. Even if it's not portrayed on the screen, you naturally are going to think, "Well, he must be. There must be a reason why he's doing this. Oh, because yeah. the, the world is is dumping on him. His right. you said like his medicine was taken away or yeah. something like that, right? So all this violence and and stuff that's happening, I think as a viewer, you're naturally going to want to start seeing that. And I don't know, if, I'm not saying it's dangerous. I'm not one of those people that's like these things shouldn't be made, blah blah blah. But I think people need to go in with a little bit of context, and I'm not sure that people always do that.
2: Yeah let me let me give you something real quick here to um i wouldn't say context but yeah like to to tell kind of further reinforce and solidify this feeling of this um if you look it up you guys don't know the name of this song i guarantee you nobody does okay but i looked it up earlier today because i needed to know what the name of the song was but i want you guys real quick to google the song, and I'm playing in the background of the podcast, so listeners at home, you don't have to Google this. But for MC and for Steve, the song is called uh, "Rock and Roll Part 2 The artist is Gary Glitter. As soon as you hear it, you'll recognize it. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, this song. I've heard this song before." But like, just look it up real quick, and and, and tell me when you guys are listening to it.
0: Sure, one second. Okay. He I don't know. You
2: Gar- said Gary Glitter? Gary Glitter, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. You know, it's... know. a song you've heard
1: at every stadium ever.
2: Yes. This song was played while Arthur... He's no longer Arthur Fleck at this point. He has murdered people. He has had a very, very disturbing interaction with his um, neighbor that he has had a delusional relationship with. Um, He has been off of his meds. He has made threats to people. He is dressed in full clown makeup and wearing... The stereotypical Joker outfit, that purple suit, like, yeah. And this is the song that's playing as he is marching downstairs and dancing like a lunatic. That is not the song you play for somebody who is deranged and is going to about to do something very, very horrible. That's a song you play for somebody who is the hero and is going to pump themselves up for this thing that they have to do. That's what I'm talking about by Irresponsible. You don't play that sort of music like that. You need to have some creepy, off putting music to show that this guy's no longer in the real world. But you play Gary Glitter fucking rock and roll part two? That's some bullshit right there.
1: Yeah. And I guess, like, I guess so. What you're saying is, and, and it, the way I kind of took Rambo is the, yeah. the movie portrayed him as a mentally challenged person who was a ticking time bomb waiting to go off mm-hmm. because of his mental illness. Yeah. And you're saying the way that, these elements were put in the background music and and the tone and everything was kind of a like, yep. And that's fine. And and yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of violence and everything, but Hey, it's our fault. This happened. There's no accountability on his part at all. There it is. and, And what your point is saying is it should have been like, Oh, we messed up. You know, there's yet another person that we could have helped and didn't help. Um, And that's what we should have been doing. And it should have been sad, somber music, right? Like he's going to do something he shouldn't do. And we should feel broken because of that. Not like, here we go, Steelers. Here we go kind of feeling, right? Yeah,
2: that's almost almost exactly. Yeah. And then like at the very at the very end of the movie, after he has an interaction with a uh, psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum. Uh, he walks out. It's not you don't specifically see it, but he walks out of the room with bloody footprints and you assume that he killed her. And then he kind of goes walking and yada, yada, yada. And orderlies and and, and security guards like ta- like try to take him down and tackle him. So he killed her right as they're playing. Um, that's life by Frank Sinatra. Again, an irresponsible choice. Oh, that's life killing killing a doctor who's trying to help you because you're mentally deranged like what the actual fuck is going on like the more and more i think about this the angrier this movie makes me and i remember i was on yuli's show i was on fantastic forum last week before i had seen the movie and i was like i told yuli i was like you really want to have me on man i haven't seen this yet and he was like yeah because i i I think you have valid points and valid opinions i was worried that this movie was going to be tone deaf and it sure as shit was tone deaf and the more and more I talk about it, the angrier it makes me. And the more that, like, I just... this I'm not saying it shouldn't have been made. I think more care should have been taken instead of having a guy say, well, everybody's too fucking sensitive right now. No, you're, you're a piece of shit for for thinking that everybody's too sensitive when we see that people who are mentally deranged and not getting their proper meds on a regular basis here in America are going out and killing people, and then you're making a movie about it glorifying it. So... It's 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 frustrating, and there there was no counterbalance. The good guy in this movie was Robert Fucking De Niro at the end, and what ends up happening to him? He gets his brains blown out.
1: Travis Bickle finally gets
2: it. (laughs) He was he was like a a David Letterman esque, Johnny Carson esque talk show host, and Arthur Fleck slash the Joker uh, idolized him, and the Joker's on his show, like he's in full Joker makeup at the very end of the movie and he's talking and he's like, I killed these people. And he's like, you think that that's funny? He's like, you're deranged. He's like, this isn't right. He was the voice of reason and the voice of reason got his brain splattered all over the set of his show because the Joker thought it was funny. It's, again, too, like this this film got a a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival and I was talking to somebody else about this who's a film reviewer and I said, why do you think that that is? And they said, because in Europe, in Italy, in France, this isn't real life. These things don't happen. In America, they do. And that's why they applauded it, because for them, this is all a film. This is all the steady, the, the steady mental degradation of somebody. This is the, the condition of our mental health system. They don't see this every day. We do. And that's what scares me.
1: Huh. Well, I mean, I wasn't really interested in the film from like a eh, Joker comic books, whatever. But I don't know. Maybe I should watch it.
2: It's it's worth watching because you need to know you need to see it for yourself. It's kind of like the passion of the Christ in the sense that like the passion of the Christ is really, really, really intense. You know, <laughs> like not everybody should see that movie. Um but anybody who has any belief in r- religious dogma whatsoever should see it to understand, because I think it was pretty realistic to probably what what happened. But it's not a movie that you're like, you know what? I want to watch again. Let's pop in the Passion of the Christ for, you know, for good time's sake. You know, it's not
1: like... it's Friday night, <laughs> date night. Yeah, let's exactly. get the popcorn. and Let's throw in, you know, the POC uh, yeah. and, and really have <laughs> a good time.
2: The POC. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I just I'm not you know what if somebody's out there and they're listening to this and they're like oh you're just a a bleeding heart liberal mike you're right i am because i give a shit about people and i care about people and i I don't want to see more people hurt and i think that irresponsible filmmaking like this can do that and if you're listening to this and you're like oh mike it's just a movie is it i mean look what happened with the dark knight rises A, a, a crazy person went into a movie theater and killed a bunch of people because of that movie dressed as the joker And now you're having a movie that glorifies this motherfucker like it's I watched it. I enjoyed it to to a certain degree, but walked away thinking, man, I don't think that this was right. But I don't want to I don't want to end on such a dark note, guys, um, because there is a lot of good stuff that's going on in the world. There's a lot of good things going on on our website, and I want to address that real quick. Rambo James Rambo wrote a fantastic review of this movie and, and you should check it out you should definitely read it um Ulysses E. Campbell has a a review of this in fact he has a review of the new uh, Will Smith movie Gemini Man that'll be up that you guys can check out as well we also have new contributors guys I don't know if you've gotten a chance to see this or not um but we have uh, his name is Benjamin Shapiro I swear to god no relation to the other Ben Shapiro but he I mean, has written I mean, some how could
1: you possibly know
2: i mean I've, I've seen pictures of the guy i've talked to him it's it's not him
1: fake, fake, big big catfished.
2: <laughs> i'm being
1: catfished
2: <laughs> i'm being catfished by ben shapiro for him to write yep. insightful movie reviews on our
1: website you don't know what his long con game here is okay let's <laughs> But i'm just saying it's possible that's all i'm saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is possible you're right But um, he has written some really, really deep stuff, man. He wrote a really great uh, analysis of of Predator, saying it's basically like a slasher flick. Um, He did one about The Shining, uh, the Stanley Kubrick film, saying that it's all about alcoholism and a very personal article too, because he's he's battled with alcoholism. And it's, I just I love that we're getting new content. We're getting new contributors. And little by little, this thing just keeps growing. I mean, I I almost think Andy Barsh is jealous that we're getting new contributors, because as soon as I started asking for new contributors, Andy has written like three articles for us. (laughs) Andy's like, wait, why are you bringing more people in? I still I'm still important. Mike,
1: pay attention to me. Well, you can have fire under him. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's it's just it's the
1: only child anymore.
2: Exactly. Yeah. He's he's the middle child now. He's like, pay attention to me, Mike.
1: I guess we adopted an older child in this scenario. I don't
2: know what, a, I don't, what's I don't happening. Don't know. I guess you're the second child, Steve. Well, no, because me and you would be the parents, obviously. So, No, Andy would yeah. be the oldest, yeah. Yeah, and MC's the the younger he, kid. Yeah, you're the, one I of the younger I was
1: going to say MC's the fun uncle.
2: Huh? Oh, there oh, you yeah, go. I'll yeah. take it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on, Andy, let's go out. I'll take you to a PG-13 movie.
1: <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> he's Uncle Joey. He's crazy. <laughs>
2: Oh man, um, MC. I know you've, dude. Uh, props to you, man. Like I saw, I I love seeing that your your work that you're doing on your music is 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 coming from a place where you're feeling good too, man. Like it's it's awesome seeing that. Um, any updates on on any of your musical projects that we can look forward to, or or hint hint nudge nudge the secret project that I keep hoping is going to come <laughs> through soon.
0: Uh still still working on it. Okay, that's uh yeah no 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 updates on that
2: okay but yeah man i'm just i'm i'm very happy for you that things are that you're in a, in a place where like the words are flowing and the, the the beats are coming it's it's good stuff thank you yeah um guys we've got more stuff coming up here soon for you so so definitely stay tuned there'll, there'll be more episodes of ggr pirate radio there'll be more articles for you guys to check out uh it's the website again it's it's great uh, the podcast, GGR Pirate Radio, you can find it anywhere that you get podcasts. Um, all of the other shows, uh, Mike on the Mic, check that out. I did one. Oh, yeah, I just did an episode about uh, about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If you guys haven't gotten a chance to listen to that, check that out. It's really interesting because uh, I knew nothing about that religion, man. And my buddy Joe told me all about things that I had no clue. So it was, it was good stuff. Um, we've got The Overflow with MC Brooks. Check those episodes out. We've got um stop me if you heard this which i'm gonna try to start working on another episode of that soon here too i just haven't figured out who my subject is going to be but uh we've got the geek sheets too which i'm sure we'll have another episode of those uh before i leave for vacation um at the beginning of november because i'll be in disney world going to star wars land and all that fun stuff but guys yeah rub it in (laughs) it's part of the job man that's what i gotta do uh (laughs) But guys, it has been a pleasure as always podcasting with with both you, MC, and with you, Steve. So I, I appreciate you guys being with me here on a Friday night to do this. Uh, and for all those of you listening out there, thank you so much for being part of our our uh, great Geek Refuge family. So for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, my name is Mike Lunsford. And Remember, don't be a juice bag. Sadness is
1: Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, GreatGeekRefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. I need to know is this
2: real love? Or is it just magic?
1: been pirate radio network production juice bags <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy.